Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the channel, guys. Here we are for another update. We're going to be going through Thursday night's game. What do you know? It's a very familiar face at the top of this list, Reid Marnie. How good was he? Just puts him in an average of 92 across these two games. But just want to start with some breaking news, guys. We have Andrew Davey, who looks set to get close to an 80-minute roll. Possibly will get the 80 minutes. So, Sirenen has gone down injured. He's hurt his knee. He should be out between four to six weeks. So, this gives him a runway to score pretty well and also gives Josefsky uh, a chance to, to get a few more games and, and some decent minutes as well. So, my thoughts right now is... He becomes a really, really good option, obviously, for the short term to make some good cash. But, you know, if he can play really well, he'd already moved himself into that starting side. So, you know, possibly he'll be able to move into an 80-minute role across the season if he if he plays really well. And there's a chance that he does that. He's someone with a really high work rate, has a tackle bus and an offload in him. So hopefully he can do really well. What I will say is, is he moves up my ranks. You know, he's now in a clear number two as the most important cash cows to bring in this week. I'd say... You know, other than the standard Dane Laurie, um, you know, Jacob Little, these types of players. The next guy is going to be Spencer Linu if you don't have him yet. His break-even has come right down already, which we'll jump in and have a look at here in Spence. Um, should be in the right at the bottom, I'm thinking. What is it again? Break-even at 12. So he's more chance of making extra cash this week with Davey sitting at 25 break-even. So... I think he's the more important one to bring in this week. If you've got, if you need some edge cover, then go Davy straight away. But if you don't have Lenny like myself, he's coming into my team, and then I can see how Davy goes over the first week. And he shouldn't, even if he bangs out a forty-five to fifty, he won't, uh, he won't make too much money. And I've, um, I've got about one hundred fifty k spare at the moment, so I should be able to trade someone like Croker to him if, um, if he does really well. So I think if it goes Spencer Lenny, and then clearly second is Davy. I think he moves very much ahead of someone like Alvaro or Fumayano. So if you need the edge cover, I'd be going Davy first. Anyway, moving into Thursday's game. So yeah, amazing game from Reid Mane again. 59 tackles was awesome. Got the try assist as well to go along with, you know, four points in kick meters and and just, you know, and a couple a couple more turnover tackles. So just being just playing absolutely incredible. And the question now moves to was, you know, that 100 just a fluke or is he going to be scoring, you know, in the mid 60s or 70s regularly and I think there's a chance that he might move up into the upper echelon. We lose Smith this year. Someone has to come in and fill that gap. 
you know, is is Cook going to stay there? Is Abby Carasau going to stay up there? You'd think they would. But Mane might be the next guy to, to average, you know, somewhere around 60 or, or just above. So I think he's a he's a pretty decent option. I'd probably want to see him over a, over a few more games. He'll probably, you know, he'll, he's going to gain a, a bunch more in price rises and might become too expensive by that point. But if you started with him, amazing work and... And uh, you can't really complain with that. There's be a bunch of people that probably started with you know Moses and, and Junior Paulo as well. Paulo got another try to go with it. So Moses doing everything beautifully. He's got fire on the kick meters. Anytime someone gets fire on a kick meters, they're going to be smashing it. <clears throat> he scored a bunch across the field. 70 run meters, 18 tackles for only one miss. Three tackle breaks, try assists, couple of goals. Really good if you've got him in your side. I wouldn't be looking to target him as a as a bring in just for the fact that there's so many more. Um, cheaper guys that are scoring pretty well in, in Fogarty and, and Brooks and these types of guys. But awesome option for your team. He kind of did this last year as well, started amazingly and then fell off a little bit through the middle part of the season and especially when the Eels weren't playing as well. So they've started great again. Let's see how that lasts. Junior Paulo, without that try, he he scores somewhere in, in the high 40s. So for him to get that, you know, in that back end of the game there was really helpful because he only made 94 metres and had 34 tackles. So without that, he, he has a bit of a, a lower score. So just remember, he's not going to score every week. So think about that when you're, when you're looking to bring him in. Campbell Gillard had a bunch of these games last year too where he, where he scored pretty well and, and got some good minutes. So 65 and 53 minutes is awesome. Didn't really do anything wrong apart from three missed tackles. So good efforts from him. Olam had one of those breakout games for him. Got nine tackle breaks, which you won't do regularly. Brown, welcome back to him. So 42 tackles, how good's that? 250 kick meters and a try assist. So didn't have to do too much to get his 62, which was um, which was awesome. And when you see Harves making a lot of tackles and one miss, that's that's really safe. Obviously, he doesn't get the kick meters that Moses does, but he's, again, going to be a good option this year, especially when Eels are doing really well. The shining light, along with uh, Reid Mane, is this Isaiah Papali'i, 61 for a for a cumulative two-game score of 115, how how amazing is that, hey? Who would have thought you can get you know come off of the bench and and play the rest of the game, 55 minutes for 61, and and just doing everything right. Just had another perfect game. One missed tackle out of his 43, three tackle breaks, you know 75 meters gained, and a, and a turnover tackle. You you couldn't ask for much more than him and from him. And and this is really interesting. He's someone that has scored well in the past. You can see why he's he's priced in the mid 500s. We may as well have a look at him while we're here for Isaiah. And back in the Warriors days, he's had a bunch of, you know, part way through parts of seasons where he's done really well. And, and you can see that here. He's, his PPM is always pretty strong. You know, 53 off the interchange for 46, 42 at lock for 46. And then he, he's, he's someone that can drop off fairly easily as well. As you can see, they had a little bit of a struggler through, through the interchange. And his PPM wasn't great. And then a bunch more scores at the back end of the year. But you can see when he's playing on the edge, he doesn't go as well off the interchange. Um, and through the middle, he's much better. So do I think he can sustain these scores? I don't think so. I think there's a chance he could probably average 50 for the year. Uh, and, and he's getting closer to averaging that at the moment. Obviously, he's, he's sitting around you know just over 40 in his, um, in his average and what he's priced at. But at a break-in of thirty-one, with that fifty, uh, with that sixty-one on the weekend, he'll he'll be up closer to five in the five seventies, which uh, which puts him you know averaging in the in the mid forties there or getting closer to that. So he only probably has seven to let's say seven to ten will give him um, more points or, or a pr- yeah, price that he can get to if you if he keeps going well. So 
probably not one I want to think about if he's on the bench. If there's an injury or two to the one of the fours and he has to start playing big minutes, then he could be a good option. But for me, you kind of just have to say well done and, and move on and not think about him. Sivo, welcome back to him. Had an amazing game. How good was that try at the end? Wow. Yes, George Jennings didn't do anything. Didn't even jump, but to run, was it close to 50 metres and, and, and catch that and score for the game winner? It was good to watch. Um, really fun game to watch this one. Very much played through the middle of the field. And you can see when, when Brown has a, you know, just on the, ed- on the edge there, has 42 tackles. You can, you can tell uh, that it's very much a back and forth game. And that's gonna ha- I think that's going to happen a lot this weekend is if you've got a bunch of guys through the middle and, and on the edge in terms of your edge forwards and stuff like that, then I think they're going to they're gonna score really well with more of a back and forth game. Uh, a few less tries being scored, possibly with all this wet weather. So, Sebo was great. Good to see him back. Welsh with a fifty-five. So he comes in, uh, comes out of out of this game with a fifty-point-five average for the first two, and that's exactly where I, I said he was going to score at you know about ten points over his average. So if he can keep doing this over the next sort of three to three to four weeks, then then he'll be priced at a fifty average and and get himself up closer to the seven hundred mark, which will be really cool and about one hundred and fifty k. In price rises, so this was perfect game for someone like Welsh. And God, I was annoyed. There was early in that game where he literally all something was Smithy. All Smithy had to do was just a short little pass right in front of the line, and you know Gutho was back like two meters behind the line. No one in front of him just passes to him, and he just falls over and scores. But uh, it wasn't to be, and I think it was he passed it to Nelson, and he got held up over the line. It was a Nelson, I'm not sure. Got held up over the line, but really happy with what Welsh did. Didn't have any turnover tackles this time. Forty-one tackles, three misses couple of attacking stats. Awesome work for him if you've, if you've got him in your side. Hughes was back to his, his normal best, got his 30 tackles. So as I said, a lot, there was a lot of scores in the 50s and 60s. Compared to last Thursday's game with the Storm, I think uh, this one was much better for fantasy scores. And if you had sort of three to four players in this game, you did really well. I personally had Welch, Opacek, and uh, Pappy. So we'll talk about Pappy now. Had a really slow start to the game and then Came in and got that uh, the sneaky try assist of a couple of kicks there and, and, and snuck through for a line break. But someone to get 249 metres is exactly what you want in a base, uh, sorry, a keeper wing fullback there. And, and it's something that you don't get from a lot of players, but when you do, the, you know, the type, these guys like RTS, Pappenhausen, you just you lock them in and, and their low scores are going to be in the 30s and their high scores are going to be in the 70s. So he's someone that was great and... There was a funny little uh, message on one of the Facebook groups there where someone was like, yeah, unlucky for those who picked Pappy, blah, blah, blah. And then he had an egg on his face at the end of the game when, when he snuck a 52. But this Nathan Brown situation is very interesting. So I think Isaiah Papali is taking a few of Brown's minutes. So for them both to play the same, there was a lot of games last year where Brown played, played between 60 and 70 minutes. And, and to get 54 is a bit annoying because a lot of people were thinking you'd get somewhere between the 60 and 70 and at his high PPM of, you know, 0.8, 0.9, he's going to get around that 60 mark. So, you know, someone that works really hard, just his, his missed tackles are a little bit of an issue. And you could tell that with Welsh a little bit, he just misses a few from, you know, being really aggressive in the line, which is what helps them get a lot of tackles, but then they'll throw the arm out and, and just, you know, miss the tackle that way. And, and it can be really annoying at points, but, yeah, Brown's a little bit frustrating at the moment because he's priced at 54 and he's, he's now averaging 48.5. So nothing too alarming. I think those minutes are with Papali'i, though, when you've got Paulo and, and, uh, and RCG playing decent minutes as well. So something to keep note of. Nakore played in the centres. 
and, and scored pretty well, but not someone we're going to talk about. Sean Lane, 48. Welcome back a little bit, but not someone we want to think about. Munster was kind of just a very normal game in 45, and if you picked him up, I'd, I'd be a little bit worried that he's going to improve. I'm not, I, uh, he's someone that's always scored around that 50 or low 50s mark and, and then will have an injury or two affected game and, and finish off around that 50. So he's an interesting one to think about. And Smith just had the exact same type of game that he had last week in that, in that 45 in 70 minutes. Which for him is the base. I've spoken to a few people about it. That's that's clearly Smithy's base. If he plays that seventy minutes, and he just looks so gassed, like I reckon he could have done with an extra ten minutes rest. But I took him off at seventy, and that was fine. But with him, you need the attacking stats, and he's he's not he hasn't got that in the first two games. And, you know that sneaky line break up through the middle, and I think over the next week or two, like if if you give him four weeks, I think he's going to have one game where he gets you know a try or gets a, a, you know, a line break and an assist or something like that to get closer to seventy. But if you bought him looking to make a bit of cash out of him, I think those that's not going to happen. Unfortunately, he's not. You know, he's not someone that's making fifty tackles to to get him up into that fifty-five, sixty range. So that's a little bit annoying. Kafusi, they might lose him for a couple of weeks with that elbow to Madison, and we obviously haven't seen Madison score yet. But he's he's in the much much lower down the list. So a little bit frustrating for him, and it'll be interesting to see who takes his spot. Kamakamika is obviously a middle. Um, he got 42 in 48 minutes. It looked like he's capped out with his minutes. He's pretty cooked um, by the end of that stint. But doing okay for anyone who wanted to bring him in. I think he's going to average about that 40 mark, which he is at the moment. I didn't see much change unless he gets attacking stats. Remus Smith, I hope a few people decide to keep him, and that's going to kickstart a few price rises. So well done to that. He had a decent little try in the centres, and it could be pretty quickly I think he'll move on to the wing because that... That edge pairing was uh, was a struggle in defence, let's just say that. But 19 tackles for two misses, you take that as well. Gutho, 41, with, with three try saves. God, he was good in defence. There was one he was like, reaching out the line and he, he like, knocked it out, which was great. Um, again, not someone I want to be thinking about as an option. Nelson, not that great. Kenny, not great. Addo, all right. check. Bloke was on 34 with about 15 minutes to go. I was cheering. Does anyone else think he's really good in defense? Like 20 tackles, two misses. Um, and one of them was like when he chased him chased him down and like tried to put a hand on him. So really, really strong in defense. Makes about 100 meters a game and hasn't had really any attacking stats yet. And he's averaging 33.5 and will make us a bit of cash already. So wait for the game where he where he scores a try or something like that and, and or gets an assist and he's going to bump that up. And I think he's going to be really cool. Someone that I think I can just hold in my in my team for a while, which would be great. Madison with 31, so he was doing fine in his 46 minutes, but unfortunately got uh, got knocked out. And the interesting worry will be, will he be able to play next week? And if he if he can't, if he's out for a few weeks with a lingering you know uh, concussion issue, which he's had in the past, then you'd probably be looking to sell him if it's sort of two to three weeks, just with you know him him now going to be losing a fair bit of cash. So yes, he's he's probably going to be a keeper, but. If it's two to three weeks at this stage of the season, you can you could probably burn a trade there, uh, depending on who you're bringing it into. You want to be bringing in a you know, like for like keeper or someone that's you know a, a perfect cash cow that you can that you can make some some good coin on. Um, but the rest of it, Fergo went but came back down to earth and got 19, and and that was really all from this one. Oregon Confuci 29, uh, 27 after his uh, 31 in the first game. Again, we'll make a little bit of cash, but you can see what happens if, if these players around that 300, 350 mark don't get 40 plus, then they're, they're going to be very, very slow cash uh, cash cows. But 
there you go, guys. That's my thoughts on Thursday's game. Let me let me know what you thought of the game and and how you think this weekend's going to play out. But I, I definitely think those middles are going to get some really good scores and and your wing fullbacks will be lucky to you know sneak. Cars. I reckon they're going to be sneaking more uh, line breaks and stuff through the middle with um if they can get their steps going and and some tired defence uh, through the middle. There might be some chance for line breaks, but. There you go, guys. That's my thoughts on that one. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you in the next one. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.